0: What up, y'all? It's DJ MV
1: And I am Gia Casey. And this is another
0: edition of the Casey Crew.
1: Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people.
0: Hopefully you guys are doing uh, well. Uh, I got a shout out to our camera guy.
1: Hey. Uh, yes, you.
0: So <laughs> <He's> um, like- <laughs> I recently had to go to Detroit uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I was uh, a friend of mine owns a dispensary there, and weed is legal in New Jersey, so... I want to own a place in New Jersey that sells weed and not just a dispensary, also grow it. So it's kind of like you can grow it and sell it. Like all these corporations and businesses are making millions and billions of dollars. So I wanted to get in the game. So I was out there. So when I came back, I got, I came back with a lot of- Product? Product. Edibles, uh, you name it. Green, e- everything you can possibly imagine. And I was talking to Estat, who is a-, a, weed, a weed connoisseur. A weed connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> and he was telling me, yo, edibles don't work on me, son. Edibles don't work on me. And I, and I told him, I said, you know, the problem is, I said, a lot of He doesn't of pe- even
1: sound like that.
0: Well, however he sounds.
1: <laughs> edibles, you don't even sound like that. Edibles
0: don't work, son. Edibles don't work. <laughs> whatever voice <laughs> you want to put. doesn't
1: sound like that either. Whatever
0: voice you want to put. So um, I told him, I said, the problem is, I said, you live in New Jersey and you've never had, and this is, we're not promoting drugs, but I'm just telling you what, what happened. I said, you never had edibles from a place that is a real place. So like, um, of course, Denver, Colorado, marijuana is legal. Uh, Detroit has, uh, medicinal weed. Uh, California is medicinal and I think recreation. So I said, next time I come back from one of these places, I'll give you some real, what it really is. So you know what you're eating and not just eating Eating. something off the street, Yeah, the edible, not just eating off the street that your man gave you that you don't know what the (laughs) hell is in there. And he was like, all right, whatever. So I gave him one and he was like, it really do nothing (laughs) to me. I said, Okay. Within 15 minutes, he's giggling and he's laughing. He's
1: giggling right now. He's giggling and
0: laughing.
1: And stuff that is not funny.
0: <laughs> but we all looking at him. And that's the thing. When you take an edible and you take it by yourself, you laugh and nobody else laughs. And they just look at you like, what the fuck are you laughing about? Right. So, I have a confession. Okay. So, um.
1: He didn't even confess yet. You think it's hysterical? <laughs> <He's> laughing. <laughs> What's wrong with you? He's laughing. on the floor. He is on his knees right now.
0: I, I don't know. So one thing about oh, um, edibles, and, and I take... Edi- I'm
1: sorry. Every time that I think about the fact that I don't smoke or do any of that stuff, seeing people like that makes me doubt my position. <laughs> right. Because you look like you're having a lot of fun But right I don't now. know if he
0: took an indigo or a sativa or a hybrid. I don't know which one he you took. You should know.
1: You gave it to him. I,
0: he just, just took a random one. I don't know which one he took. Do you know what you took? He doesn't know what he took. So he doesn't know.
1: He said it tasted like Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. He said it tasted like um, the Kool-Aid powder.
0: Right. Right? So, yeah. Okay. So um. anyway, <laughs> last week... Uh, you were gone and I had the kids, right? Where was I? I don't know where you, I think you were maybe at the new house or you were out with your friends or whatever it was. You were out.
1: Oh, okay. And, yeah. and It was probably the day I went to the city.
0: Right. And I had, it was daddy daycare <clears throat> in this house, right? So daddy daycare in this house is, you know, gears out. So there's no help. So I, I got to do the homework, which is difficult. The homework okay. is difficult. I don't give a fuck. First grade, second grade, the homework is difficult. So I had to do help with the homework. Uh, and I got pressure with the homework because last time I did it wrong. So now there's extra pressure to make sure I do it right. Then I have to bathe them. And bathing them is, is I damn near have to get in the shower to bathe them, right?
1: Because he complains about having a bad back and bad knees.
0: <clears throat> All right, whatever. <clears throat> so I get in the shower with them, right? And then I, I, I got to wash the kids. Cool. Then I got to, you know, put them getting ready for bed. That night they wanted to read a story. Um, <laughs> it was just a lot. Then, you know, the kitchen was a mess because I halfway cooked. So when I halfway cook. He halfway cleans. I have to halfway clean. So the kitchen is a mess. There's pots, there's pans. I have to Brillo, all types of stuff. Um, then there is, uh, like you said, there's no nanny. So then I ran out of wife beaters. So I had to, no, I didn't run out of wife beaters that day. Brooklyn's blanket got dirty. Oh, okay. So I had to wash Brooklyn's blanket. And every 10 minutes, Brooklyn was coming to me, dad, where's my blanket? Where's my blanket? And I got to, I'm like, look, look, look little MFA. The blanket'll be done in a second. Like it See, has it's not to watch. Just me.
1: I, I don't. I'm not the only one that bears the brunt of his potty mouth.
0: <laughs> right. So, um, cool. Then Brooklyn. Wait, wait. But you have to tell them about her blankie, though. Her blankie is like it's everything. We told you about it before. Like I don't
1: know if we've told. Yeah, them we about told him. We it told him
0: that she, if she likes you, she'll let you smell her blankie.
1: No, no, no. You guys don't understand. I don't know if you guys have kids. And if they have a blankie, like there's something about blankies. Like my mother-in-law, Rashawn's mother Mm -hmm. had a blankie when she was was younger and she still has the blankie and she sleeps with it every night and it has um, little dingleberries on them. So like, like I call lint balls, dingleberries, and it's rough. She said it has to be rough. It's old. It's been washed 32,000 times. And she says that she just has to feel it. Glide on her face, and that gives her comfort. It soothes her. With Brooklyn, she has this, this blanket that I bought when I was pregnant. And she had it as an infant, she had it as a toddler. And when I tell you that this blanket, blanket is everything to her, I wish I had something that I love that much. Because I'm like, the joy that this blanket brings you is something that I can't really wrap my mind around. If she doesn't have that blankie, Forget about it. And the thing is that Brooklyn's like a bloodhound. Like her sense of smell is like no other. I mean, she can sniff out anything and she smells everything. So there was one time that we were at, the I think it was the New Jersey Pack Center mm-hmm. for Disney princesses on ice. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It was a whole family. Irma was there. And we had a stroller for Brooklyn at the time. and. We left, we fought through the crowd. You know, it's like when you're leaving a concert or a big show at one of those huge venues, the mass exodus is like bonkers to get out. We get through it, we get in the car, and Irma, about maybe we're driving maybe five or six minutes, you remember? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, Miss I lost Brooklyn's blankie. And I'm like, You lost her blankie. And she said, Yes, it was on the stroller, and now it's not here. She's like, We have to go back for it. We were like, are you crazy? There's like 10,000 people trying to leave the New Jersey PAC center right now. We will never find that blankie. She's like, I have to try. (laughs) So Rashawn made a U-turn. We went back. We asked the police if we could just park because we lost something. They let us park like really close to the door. Rashawn and Irma go in. Lo and behold, we found the blankie and poor Brooklyn was in hysterics the entire time. So, As a precaution, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy another one of the same blankie, like an identical blankie. Bought it, washed it a few times, and tried to dupe her with it. She's like, this is not my blankie. I said, how can you tell that's not your blankie? Why would you think it's not your blankie? It doesn't smell like my blankie. So now, because apparently this blankie has a magical scent, if she loves you, like if she's really, really loving you on a particular day, she'd be like, Mommy, I love you. Like, I love you too. She'd be like, smell my blankie. Like, like it's a, an extraordinary gift. You know, like it's your pleasure to be able to smell her blankie. It's like really, really something. It's not that funny. Esther. not funny.
0: But I'll do, I'll do one better. What, what? I don't know if you remember, we went to Disney World and we lost a blankie in Disney World. I'm trying to remember. We lost a blanket on a Disney World cruise.
1: Oh, on the that was not to say we didn't lose it in Disney World. No, we lost it on the, the Disney, Disney cruise.
0: cruise. And oh we my gosh! It and Irma went. Irma walked around that ship seventeen times until she found it. She blank. went to
1: every lost and found.
0: Every lost and every found. Every lost and found. Everywhere she, and could she went, and she went
1: several times a day. Mm-hmm. Are you guys sure you didn't find the blanket? They're looking at her like it can't be that serious. We're all like, yes, Irma it is that serious? Irma found that blanket. She found, and it, you do remember it was the last day of the cruise. Mm-hmm. The lady came running up to us. We were, we were leaving the ship. We were on the line to leave the ship and the lady came running up to us. Like, we found your blanket. We found your blanket. (laughs) Is this it? We're like, that's it. But he's like, my blanket. And she was so happy. She started to cry. I mean, it's, it's that serious. I don't remember what you were talking about, but you said
0: blanket. And I'm like, oh. Oh, so I was saying, so that day, the blanket was in Gia's car. So Gia wasn't here and the blankie wasn't here. And she was like, I want my blankie. I want my blankie. I want my blankie. So she sleeps with me. So she's sitting there. She's mad because she don't have a blankie. So she finally went to sleep. Gia came home. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take an edible because I'm going to relax. I'm going to sleep. And everything will be all right. I took the edible.
1: This is your confession?
0: Yes. Okay. Next thing I knew, it was 6.02 in the morning. Remember that morning? That's the re. 6.02 in the morning. Mind you, I wake up every morning Word. at about 4.15. I woke up at 6.02 like this. Um, I'm like, oh, what time is it? I'm like, it's 6.02! Yeah! It's 6.02! She's like, why, why, why? I'm like, I'm late! She's so, like, you're late. So
1: just so you know, the Breakfast Club goes live at 6 a.m.
0: I leave the house at about 5 a.m. 6.02, I'm supposed to be in the studio talking about, good morning, USA! But that's that's what it was. So...
1: So then what did you have to do that day? I had to
0: broadcast from downstairs. Which is right away. Yeah, I had to, bro- I had to broadcast. The office, our office is right there. And that's where he broadcasts. I had to from. broadcast from downstairs. So um,
1: so why didn't you tell me? Like, I'm sitting there like, oh, like, what do you think happened? Did your alarm not go off? I'm sitting there running all heard, these things. I still How heard- come you didn't say, oh, babe, I took an edible while you were gone? I
0: still would have heard the alarm. But the problem was I probably didn't set the alarm. My probably was too high and didn't set the alarm. So
1: why didn't you tell me that? That's the question that I'm
0: asking you. Oh, uh, we didn't have time. I did not want you to think I was a crack at anything like that.
1: That so is it safe to take an edible while you're watching our children? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know because when I took an edible, I was out of my mind. Well, that's the thing. So I'm a little when you concerned. Took, when you
0: took the edible, I really feel that it might have been it wasn't from a, a good store.
1: You're about to say something <laughs> and then you kind of redirected. No, I,
0: I say it wasn't from a. I, I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I don't know where it came from. I don't know. Somebody gave it to me and I took it and I gave it to you, which is foul, which you shouldn't. So you learn.
1: gave me a lace edible.
0: I think it might have been lace. You
1: had no issue giving me something. I the, didn't know it was the laced. mother of your children. I took it too. And you had no idea where it came from. I hadn't. Wait, actually, where the hell did it come from? Who gave it to you?
0: A friend of mine named Jomo.
1: Tell me a little bit about Jomo.
0: He's from Queens. He's the homie. Is he a edible dealer? Nah, he's just he's just a good guy. I mean, he's came through in a clutch a couple of times. They
1: gave me a friggin' LCD-laced <laughs> weed.
0: I don't know what was in it, but it was some ish. And, yeah.
1: That put me out of my God-given mind.
0: A little bit. But it's, that's over with. But that's why— so,
1: so this stuff is okay?
0: Yeah, it comes from a dispensary. All right, from- so how does
1: it make you feel? Aside from—
0: Okay. Giddy. Well, there's, there's there's three types, right? There's okay. a sativa, but there's a sativa, an indigo, and a hybrid, which mm. is a mix between two. All right, so one of them makes you feel calm and relaxed, and it's like a every touch feels extra touchy, extra like that. Mm. And when you sleep, you sleep calm. So when I take long flights to LA, I take an edible because it calms me down. I can fall asleep right away.
1: You have no problem falling asleep though.
0: Uh, this even makes you fall asleep even faster, and it just... You fall asleep immediately, so what's the real reason that you No, but it doesn't like, make- Yep,
1: yeah, that doesn't make any sense for Sean. It does. No, no, no. It doesn't, actually. Mm-hmm. When we are on a flight, mm-hmm. by the time that they ask us if we would like a bottle of water, you are <laughs> leaned up against the window with your mouth open and snoring. But you know... You that- have no issue but- falling asleep. You fall asleep within about... Two and a half minutes. All right, this is the, the difference. When,
0: when I take an edible when I fly, you know how sometimes you got to move, you gotta, your arm is, is falls asleep, your head, this, that, and This is
1: the point I'm making. You fall asleep immediately in any position. But
0: it gives you a better sleep. It puts you out into a place where you have better sleep. It's like some REM. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It, 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 makes you, it makes you feel better, like you're knocked out. Um, <clears throat> and it, it's, it's a relaxer. You know how some people drink wine to relax you? Mm-hmm. Some people, are the, that, that just puts me in a mood where it relaxes me. Okay. Then there's another one where it's uh, it, a- that, That's the sativa? That's the indigo. Okay, uh-huh. The sativa gives you a little more energy. It's, it's like a weed that gives you- it's, it's like an energy. It's like an upper. It doesn't take away from your energy. So, so you're normal. You're normal, but- <laughs> So
1: wait, as I just said, it doesn't give you energy- it doesn't take away from your energy. Well, it doesn't, like one... Which means
0: it does nothing. No, no. no. <laughs> That's not it at all. Like one calms you down. Hold on. Let's just think about that for
1: a second, right? I'm listening.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read it to you right it's not now. not just me, right? It is you. Okay, so. The difference between sativa and indica. All right, so... Indica strains are physically sedating, perfect for relaxing with a movie or as a nightcap before bed. Sativa strains are energizing with uplifting effects that pair well with physical activity, social gatherings, and creative projects. Hybrids are a balance of both. So that's the answer.
1: So I don't know, just logically, if it's a... Okay, if one is an upper and one is a downer.
0: So one gives you energy. He said it doesn't give energy. A hybrid... Energy. gives me energy.
1: Okay, look. Upper, downer, right? A hybrid, which is a mixture between both, mm-hmm. seems as though it puts you back into a normal state.
0: Um, it doesn't give you energy, and it doesn't take away from you, but you're still high. High is a feeling.
1: So, so my point is, from your description, mm-hmm. and maybe it could just be uh, because of the description, um, it doesn't do anything to your energy.
0: Uh, the, the what, the hybrid?
1: The, uh... The hybrid, yeah.
0: Yeah, the hybrid doesn't do anything to your energy. It kind of just puts you in a thing where you just feel differently. And for people out there that don't smoke, you won't get it. But it does put you on a feeling where you feel differently. Okay. I, I don't know how to describe it. It just, like, I mean, there's, I understand there's it. no it, better it's... feeling like when I when, when I take an edible and you rub my back. It it feels good times 10. Like, He's in euphoria, but it's, it's a tingling feeling. Like, like when- You tingle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like if if we have sex and you go down on me or Come whatever on, the feeling, I'm, I'm just saying you feel it like everything is. It's kind of like, you know, it's too much graphic. But for instance, so you know when I manscape, the feeling is a lot better.
1: Yes. Well, you can. I, you might.
0: Have this is see. manscaping on five. To me, because okay. weed affects different people differently. Okay. So I don't know where I was going. Oh, but no,
1: anyway. I, I don't. He's not talking about the act of manscaping. He's saying when he is manscaped, being physical is Feels more better. sensitive. There's exactly. more sensitivity because you don't have a barrier. Exactly. So you feel yeah the sensation better. You, so you're saying that this is like that, right? It just five. it makes you more sensitive. But I Correct. guess that's kind of what I assume that drugs like ecstasy. I don't
0: know. I've never do.
1: I'm just saying that's like what that's supposed to but do. But this right? is not
0: addictive though. This is not like, it's not when, it, when I go down like, I need an I'm not, not I'm like that.
1: Okay. I wasn't inferring anything. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just comparing the description. <laughs> that is all Got that me to I look was like a crack doing. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just comparing <laughs> the sensation or the effect of it.
0: Mm. But, that, but that's that's what it feels like. And okay. Then, so what I was saying was- I know that
1: you're not, you know, dependent on this stuff, even though you lie about it when you take it. And that's what people that are dependent on things do. You know, they're not honest. Really? You know, you're on a slippery slope. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm trying to- That, that might be what I'm inferring.
0: But anyway- <laughs> as I a, haven't
1: nosedived yet. As I was saying. Okay, so let's just watch- Let's watch this.
0: So when I went to Detroit the other day, I wanted to bring some back for our camera guy, S. Dot, and also Eric who lives here. But this Tell is, them
1: who Eric is. Eric and is somebody a, I think you mentioned Eric uh, some podcasts ago and I saw some comments where people were
0: like, Who's Eric? Who's Eric? So Eric is a guy that um we hired a long time ago to paint our house. He was he's a painter. Uh he, he doesn't paint as much. Now, and a handyman. And a handyman. So he, he, he was he painting our house became very close because when when you have a painter in your house, They're here all the time.
1: Well, our our job was a large-scale job here. So he painted this room. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how much of the room you can see, but it's black and we have gold trim and there's a lot of detail and whatnot. So So we hired him to paint our house and it took several months. Right, so he pretty much
0: was here. Hold on a second, hold
1: on a second. I'm sorry.
0: That's us laughing, What is funny? (laughs) What's funny? He's high. He said seven months to paint. Yeah, seven months to paint the house. The whole house. Eric is Slow. But he had to paint the house. Mm-hmm. But Eric, he was here all the time and kind of became family. Uh, and then one day when we went on vacation, we needed Eric for something. And he was like, I'll stay by the house. And when we got back, he just never left. True story. He's never, he's, he's he's never left. He's never left.
1: And he was here all the time because he would finish painting at like 10 or 11 p.m. and then start painting again at like 7 a.m., So he was sleeping over during the job. And then like Rashawn said, we went away. He
0: was sleeping outside in the car. He was sleep in the car. Well,
1: the first several months he would, he has a van, right?
0: I'm not even going to make a joke.
1: But anyway, he has a van and he would sleep in the van. And one night I'm like, dude, like, why are you sleeping in the van? Why don't you, it's winter. Come and sleep inside the house. So he was like, no, no, no. And it was about maybe two or three weeks of me saying, sleep inside the house. that he finally took me up on my office and he started sleeping inside the house. Then we went on, away on vacation and we asked him to house sit mm-hmm. while we were gone. And he did that and he finished the painting job and then he just never left.
0: Never left. And then, <laughs> so
1: he lives here. Yeah, like no, this is his address.
0: And then when we got but the we dog- But we love him. <laughs> when we got the dog, at first the dog hated him. Like he, 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 Loved the dog, but the dog hated him, did not fuck with him, would bark at him, would listen to him. And then he pretty much became the dog's master. Where, yes. Where him and the dog have a bond. Like they are ride or die. He takes care of the dog, he feeds no, the no, dog. No, you don't understand. He like.
1: No, he, he loves the dog like a woman loves her newborn child. Yes. Like he loves Chuck. There's times where Chuck did some things to irritate me, and I threatened Rashawn. That I was going to get rid of the dog and send him back to Tennessee. And when Rashawn told Eric,
0: like Eric broke down crying.
1: <laughs> and he came in and he said, you just have to watch some of these YouTube videos about how to deal with German shepherds and then you'll understand him better. See, because I watched this video and this video taught me this and that video taught me that. And, you know, can we watch some videos together <laughs> so that you can understand him? He's not a bad dog. He just, you know, he's, he's special. He's special. And I'm like, I don't know. He might have to go though. And then I started understanding that he really has a love for that dog.
0: Yeah. So that's Eric. Yeah. So I brought Eric back stuff from Detroit. And like I said, this is stuff, some of it is it's different levels. So there's strong stuff, there's light stuff. So anyway, to wrap it up, Esther said the edibles don't do anything to him because he's probably getting dirty edibles from Patterson or wherever he's getting it from. So I brought him some real he stuff. He might be
1: getting some of the stuff that you gave me. <laughs> he
0: might be getting from,
1: some. From, from what's, what's your homie's name?
0: Jomo. Jomo. I was about to call him Hobo. No, from Jomo. 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 Uh, so he took they one. They got the same plug. So I gave him one today, and he took it, and he was like, oh, these never do anything to me. And he's like, that's all. You're
1: really enjoying this podcast right now, huh?
0: But the, the funniest <laughs> thing is, is when I brought the stuff back, right? Because I had a big bag of it. I put it in my room, in my closet. <laughs> And I went, I took a nap. I take my little hourly naps. I call it my old man nap. I take an hour nap, gives me the energy, right? Gia comes in the house and was like, babe. I'm like, yeah. She was like, uh, I need you to go in the attic. I'm like, what? She was like, I think there's a dead skunk in the attic, baby. <laughs> I'm like, what? She was like, there's a dead skunk in the attic. I can smell it. It's like, I, I don't, you, you got to get it out the attic. I'm like.
1: He's like, oh, no, it's not, babe. I just used the bathroom.
0: That's, yeah, I said, I said, I just used the bathroom. She was like, No. I know what you it's smell like. It's not that kind of funk. She was like, I know what you smell like. It's a dead skunk in the attic. I'm I am just like, knew there was a dead animal in the attic. I was like, oh, that's not a dead, dead attic. I mean, that's not a dead skunk, baby. I'm like, that's smoke. She was like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's smoke. Get it out of your room now. So I had to, <laughs> Out of your closet. I had, so I had to take it out of the closet and put it in the garage.
1: Yeah, that, that, I, is that how old weed smells?
0: Yeah. Good weed.
1: Good weed smells like that? Mm-hmm. And you know something listen. Several podcasts ago we talked about drugs for some reason. I don't do you remember why we talked about it on that podcast? Oh. That was ben I wasn't know that, that was it, you and Ben. It was some no, no. It you, it was you and I at the bar. Oh. It was just oh. us two. Ben said it was about Tony, Braxton. Tony Braxton's oh, comment yeah. about her wishing that she had and had more, more sex drugs. Sex and, and drugs maybe alcohol, something to that effect. I'm paraphrasing. Um, when she was younger. So, in the comments, people were just basically like, to the effect of, like, Gia doesn't know anything about, dr- I don't. I don't. I will own that. I don't know anything. Gia doesn't know anything about
0: drinking. She doesn't know anything about. I know about, a little
1: bit about drinking. I know a little bit about drinking. I drink.
0: Drink. Gia's drink is, oh, me a Bailey's with ice. That's, that's. No, no, no. That's dessert.
1: That's funny. That's funny to you Okay. Um, <laughs> that's dessert. No, 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 no. Okay, I mean, yeah.
0: Name, name four drinks that you drink. Bailey's. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Um, <clears throat> Moet Rose. Mm-hmm. I had a good drink at this restaurant I went to the other day. <laughs> a mixed drink. I don't know but I don't even really drink mixed drinks. That's it. Those are the two drinks That's that I it. like. She
0: knows, she knows nothing. She's never tasted anything. No, I've She's tasted,
1: ne- stop it. I've tasted, I, like, stop it. Like, I've, I mean, I've done shots and stuff like that. But anyway. But if I drink, and we've said this before, but if I drink, I'm drinking to get drunk. I don't like the taste of alcohol besides the two drinks that I just named. I actually like the way that that tastes. But if I'm going out and I want to get twisted, I'll take three shots of Patron or something like that. Wait, that's what's funny about that?
0: It's actually two shots and Gia's gone. Wait, wait, but what's funny
1: about that? Three shots of Patron, yeah. What?
0: You can't take T-shirts. Rashawn,
1: why are you now? You're just gonna lie. The why? what do you what do you gain from lying?
0: You want to take three shots right now?
1: I'm not taking any. We have to go somewhere. I'm driving. No, you want me to be out in the street, drunk and acting stupid around? You said two, people? three shots don't get you drunk. I didn't say that. I said if I want to get drunk, I will take three shots of Patron and enjoy my night. That's what I do. I, okay. I don't drink casually because I don't like the taste of it. So. Yes, I do know about alcohol. I know what that feeling feels like, but I don't really. I can't really relate to a lot of other drugs and their effects. Um, aside from the one time that we took the edible, I took the edible that we've talked about before. But yeah, so you guys that were like, "Oh yes, yeah, you like you can't be grown and don't know this or don't know that," I don't. I'm she sorry, don't. and I can't act as though I'm educated on it because I'm not. So. There you have it.
0: All right. Well, I, I was just telling you why Estad is laughing and I brought it in and all that other stuff. So that that was the reason.
1: So what do you want to talk about today?
0: All right. Well well, we have a zillion one emails. Mm-hmm. Or we can talk about something that you're talking about, our kids. But I would love to go through the emails today. Because right, there's yeah. live emails. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to the emails. Let's get to the emails of the week. All right. We you know what? Instead of getting to the email of the week, we should tell them about Logan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just want to put Logan out there like that?
0: I mean, we put Madison out there. We put you, me, everybody else. S-Dot out there, like
1: S-Dot. <laughs> um, okay, yeah.
0: It's cool. In this portion of the KC Crew Podcast is brought to you by Wondery's Jack, the rise of New Jack Swing. The New Jack Swing sound. You know the songs, Bobby Brown's My Prerogative, Bell Biv DeVoe's Poison, Black Streets, No Diggity. It wasn't just hit songs. It became a movement that took over music, culture, and style. Wondery and Universal Music Group present Jacked, Rise of the New Jack Sound, hosted by Taraji P. Henson. Subscribe to Jacked, Rise of the New Jack Sound on Apple Podcasts. Join Wondery plus in the Wondery app to listen ad-free right now. Wondery, feel the story. In this portion of the Casey Crew Podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. let you skip trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. HelloFresh offers convenient delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. And you can save 40% by using HelloFresh versus shopping at your local grocery store. HelloFresh offers more than 20 chef-crafted delicious options every week to help you break out of the recipe rut. Try new things and make any night feel special. All right. Now, sometimes when I'm tired, you know, I got the kids. I just bust it out. And my kids love the meals. They love it. It's I feel like I'm, I'm super dad when it comes to the kitchen. Now go to hellofreshcom Crew 90 and use code kccrew90 to get ninety dollars off, including free shipping. That's hellofreshcom Crew 90 and code kccrew90 to get ninety dollars off, including free shipping. Cook like an award-winning chef. All right, so shout to Danny France. Danny France is one of my closest friends who actually uh, just left New Jersey and moved to Florida, which I'm a miss because. He's a good dude. He's a, he's a good uh, uncle to the kids. He's not a, really my brother, but he's a good uncle to the kids. He's just a good dude. Um, he brought these kids snaps, right? Pops. Pops. So if you don't know what a snap or pop is, they're a little thing that's white. You throw it on the floor and they go pop, right?
1: They usually put out around um, the 4th of July. Can you
0: go give me one? It's right by the bar where we just were. That's that. Right by the bar where we just were. It's a big box of them. So they usually put them out 4th of July Is the kids is cool. So instead of doing fireworks, they could throw it on the floor and pop. So Logan, the other day, comes with his friend and says, Dad, I want to go to the mall. I said, "Okay, cool. Go to the mall. Enjoy yourself. Hit me later. He was, I was like, you want me to take you? He was like, nah, just call an Uber. I said, "Okay, just wear your mask. Not a problem. So he goes to the mall. No, no, no. Just bring me the whole box. Look at this guy. It's good. So so a snap is, I'll, I'll just show you. So if you like, to say, you throw it up like this, They're They cool. go, that's what it does.
1: They're, they're poppets. It yeah. says oh, poppets.
0: Whatever. So long story short, that's what it does. So he goes to the mall, and I guess he, I'm not going to say I guess, but he took some poppets with it. So he decided to go on the second floor level of the mall and throw them next to people as they were walking.
1: No, no. He threw them down to the lower level.
0: Right. So when, let's say you're walking and all of a sudden you hear pop, it was scared the ish out of you, but it was Logan and his friend. But wait, it gets worse. That wasn't enough to scare people in a mall during a pandemic where things are crazy. That wasn't enough. Logan decided, oh, I see security guards. Let's throw some snaps or pops at the security guards and scare them.
1: But he claims that he knows one of the security guards.
0: Whatever. So they've
1: probably gone to the mall and talked to to the security guard, or I'm sure they're familiar with him. Like they probably laugh and joke and, you know.
0: So Logan. So he
1: sees that security guard and another
0: security guard. Right. So he throws the snaps at the security guards, scares the security guards. (laughs) Then they decide, oh, let's get out of here before we get in trouble. Now you have no car. You have to call the Uber. And where the fuck are you running to, right? Let's be honest. There's cameras everywhere in the mall. So he tries to dip, he gets caught. He gets caught, right? <laughs> ah. He gets caught. right? So uh they asked to take his picture. Logan has a mask on. Logan says he's under 18.
1: So they can't take his they picture. They can't take
0: his picture. He's
1: like, you you're violating my
0: rights. You're violating my rights, right? So
1: as an underage person.
0: So Logan leaves. They leave they get an Uber and leave. Mind you. So I you know, I don't know. I'm chilling. My man calls me, friend of mine calls. Yo. Yo, your son is crazy. I'm like, what you mean? I'm like, he's nice on that football field, right? He's like, yeah. He was like, nah, he was, I see him at the mall. I'm like, oh, okay, what, what was he doing? He was hollering at chicks. What was he was doing? Oh, nah, he was throwing snaps. Pops. What you mean, throwing snaps? <laughs> nah, you know little pops? He was throwing the pops as as people were walking by. Oh, really? I said, okay. So now I'm on my way to Detroit. I'm in the car, on my way to Detroit. So I called Gia. I told Gia the situation. He's like,
1: <clears throat> don't overreact. Don't get too mad. Don't say anything to Logan yet,
0: but this is a situation. Right. So I was going to react and overreact when I got back home. But I said, you know what? I'm just going to calm down. So boom. Oh,
1: it, is that what happened? I'm going to tell you. Yeah. You said, oh, I'm, I was just going to calm down? No,
0: Gig had to calm me down. But yes, said calm down. So anyway, now uh, we're all in a, in, a, in a group text, right? We all text each other all day long. And sometimes Logan gets a little argumentative. He's, he should be a lawyer. He gets a little argumentative, and he went too far in the text. When he went too far in the text...
1: He called he called Rashawn bro. He called me bro. <laughs> so whatever bro. they were arguing about, he was like, bro, dot, 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 et cetera, et cetera, and so forth. Now, mind you, I'm the new house. I'm putting away the kitchen. And I'm just sitting there. It's me and Ben's. I'm just sitting there watching... This back and forth. It's like a tennis match. I'm like, doop, 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 doop. And then I saw the bro. And I was like, ooh. So,
0: so Gia Ge- <laughs> so just put an eye emoji. Like but the I eyes put the, look the like The this. little
1: looky eyes like.
0: And before the eye emoji hit, my text hit. And I might have called him a bunch of motherfuckers. And look, I'll drag your fucking little punk ass all over the place. And No, I'm- you
1: actually called him a B-A-something. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think I don't know if it was the N. I think it was just a B, B A. Yeah, it might have been some,
0: might have been some. It was a little harsh. It was a little harsh. It was very harsh. It was very harsh. And then he, um, and then I said, and so I said, since you want to be Mr. Tough Guy, so you want to tell me what happened in the mall? Radio silence. I didn't hear. <laughs> there was no more reply. Right? No more reply. <laughs> no more reply. <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, the texts were like bong, 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 bong. <laughs> Next thing you know, Rashawn sent that text. Nothing. So then. And then you sent the picture of the DM.
0: Yeah, the picture of the DM, right? So the DM was a security guard that worked at the mall that basically said, hey, I want to talk to you about an incident that happened at the mall with your son. I sent him the DM.
1: No, it, it was not the security guard's friend.
0: Security guard's friend. Not the security guard. Right. So um, silence. So now I'm at the airport. I'm going through security. So oh, you know me. I tell you, I, we have a camera in every room. So I see Gia in the, um, the kitchen. kitchen. So I p- pop over the camera. <laughs> and I hear Logan's voice.
1: No, he is, you're really a stalker. Like, I joke about you being a stalker, but this is, like, unprecedented. All I hear the is- The degree to which you stalk. Like, it's
0: I wanna crazy. Pro- I want to protect you. But-
1: you're not protecting me. I'm sitting there thinking I'm having a private conversation with my son on speaker. And Rashawn's, like, big brother- or big father, just sitting there watching and listening to
0: every word. I didn't hear everything. All I heard was- Yes, you did. Don't lie. All I heard was, mom, help.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Wait. Mom, save me. Save me. <laughs> save Ma, me. Save uh-huh.
0: And then, uh, you know, we had a conversation and um, I got on the plane. He was like, I know dad's going to come back home. You no, know.
1: we had a conversation, not you and Logan.
0: No, no, you. I, all I heard was, mom, you know, dad. Dad ain't going to Detroit. He's going to come back. I know, Dad, he's going to come back. He's probably on his way back right now.
1: I'm like, he's on the plane. Like, I was talking to him as he was walking onto the plane. But you know, Dad, he'll get off the plane just to come home and handle me. I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, babe, like, the door is closed. Daddy cannot come back home. (laughs) Believe
0: me. Mm -hmm. But you know, at, at first, I was mad, steaming mad and upset. And the reason I was so mad and upset was because, um, Couple reasons. One, I was like, "Why would you do that? Right? Why would you throw pops at people in this day and age? People could think it's a gunshot. They could think it's anything." Okay,
1: so they wouldn't think it's a gunshot, but you know, let's just be clear. But it could be, you cannot confuse
0: that with a gunshot. You just never know. You hear that pop, it could be anything. Um, And I was really mad, and then Gia had to remind me all the stupid shit that I did at that age. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I did a lot of stupid shit. And then because my whole thing was, you throw that pop. Let's let's say, let's say I was with my friends. And my friends and I were walking in the mall at seventeen, eighteen, and somebody, and some kids threw pops at me from a, a, another school. And it was four, five, six of us. We would fuck their ass up, drag them all through the mall. Or let's say it's awesome, somebody. That's great. Or let's say it's somebody with mental illness and got mental problems, and that pop goes off, and they got a weapon and they shoot back because they don't know what it is because they have mental problems. Or let's say it's a cop, and the cop doesn't like it, and the cop got to chase them, and you just don't know. Don't put yourself in that predicament. Um, so I was mad, but. I was even more mad that he didn't tell me. That the, was shocking. And the reason why I was mad, it was like, ah, right, you do something stupid. You get in trouble. The first thing I expect you to do is say, yo, dad, you know, I did some fuck shit. <laughs> you know, this is what I did. I'm sorry. So that way, when I get that call, I know what it is already. Not just when I get that call, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? And that's what I was mad about. Like, we have something in this house that if you do something wrong or something happens, you just just tell us. We'll handle it. But if you can't tell us, we can't protect you. We can't handle it. We can't make sure you're good. Just tell us. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out together as a family. Yeah, you might get in trouble, but at least let's have that conversation (laughs) first. Because if you don't tell me or you don't tell us and we find out about it, it's way worse. So that's what it was. So Gia talked me off the ledge. And then when I got home, I was able to have a a, a conversation with him. Um, It wasn't nasty. You know, I didn't yell. I didn't scream. I just told him the effects of what it is that he did. And the fact that he's a young black man out there, and how he's looked at, and how police could look at him, and how other people could look at him, and he has to make sure he's very careful and can't do anything stupid. And not to put LeBron as a
1: black boy, you have to do things above board mm-hmm. because you may not be able to get away with the same things that someone of another race might be able to get away with.
0: And not only that, if you know your, your dad's in the public eye, mm-hmm. and when LeBron's son got into the incident where LeBron's son was smoking weed on Instagram live and it went everywhere and I showed Logan that and I said, look, I said, you see this? I said, that's why you have to make sure you walk a straight line. I said, because it just doesn't affect you. It affects your whole family. I said, you know, LeBron's in the playoffs. Now he got to think about my son. Damn, what the hell is my son doing back home? I said, you got to make sure that you know what you're doing because what you do affects everybody. And I told him that and I showed him that story because I wanted him to see and we had, a, we had a great conversation and, and, and I told him I- exactly everything of, of how I felt, what could have happened. Uh, and, and, and I told him, I said, you know, I said, not only did you do something wrong, you Mm-mm. put me and your mother's freedom to the test. And he said, well, what do you mean? I said, I, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm hard on you. I said, but me and your mother love you to death. I said, if somebody would have put their hands on you, you do a pop and they beat your ass up or a cop would have tased you or anything would have happened. I said, me and your mother would have went to jail. I said, because if somebody would have put their hands on you, I said, I'd have lost my, my my mind. I said, I'd have lost my mind. I said, do you know how that feeling was when you when you called me from your school and said, there was a, uh, a a, a a guy on your yeah. campus with a gun. I said, I came to your, your school strapped up with the dog. Like, look, like Rambo, like I'm going to get my fucking son.
1: Sidebar, someone in the neighborhood of the school, this was maybe uh, three years ago?
0: Two years ago? Yeah, three years ago. Three three years years ago. ago,
1: Someone in the neighborhood of the school had just robbed a bank and they were scared that he was hiding in the school. school. So there was a whole situation behind that. We talked about it on a podcast, if you guys remember.
0: That's what he's referring to. But I'm the parent that get the black Sharpie marker, put the things under my eyes and the Rambo tie. Like, let's go get my son. Like I, I did like that strapped did up get out. with the dog to the point where the cops is like, excuse me, sir, uh, sir. Sharpie. I don't know if anybody goes I know it's Sharpie, but <laughs> to you know those I mean. lengths. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But even with the dog, the cops are like, uh, sir, uh, sir, can you put your dog away? Because uh, our dogs, uh, yeah. uh, uh, your dog is scaring our dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you put your dog? In? I'm like, nah, bring my son out. And who was the first kid out of that school? It
1: was Logan. It was like,
0: get your ass out the fuck out of here. Take you, your dog, and your fucking crazy wife and get the fuck out of here. (laughs) That's true. But we got our son out of there. But that's just who I am as a dad. And hopefully you you guys are are like that as parents. But
1: you know, what was disappointing to me about the situation was that Logan actually lied to me. Mm. So when we were in the kitchen, Benz and I, I had Logan on speaker, Rashawn, his big brother on the camera, unbeknownst to me, And I said to Logan at the very beginning, I'm like, he calls me. I'm like, what happened? So he began to tell me what happened. So he told me that he knew the security guard and they were just having fun with him. They threw the pop at him. I said, "Mm mm-hmm. I said, so let me ask you a question. Is the security guard the only person that you threw (laughs) the pop at? He said, yes, mom. He was the only person that we threw the pop at. And it was because we knew him. I said, "Uh uh-huh. So if I were to tell you that there was video that showed otherwise, the video would be a fake, right? He was like, "I'm sorry, mom. I just told an untruth." We threw pops at other people
0: as well. <laughs> I said, "Hmm." So that would mean. Uh, let me just tell you, I've been caught like this many times from Gia. Like, Gia is <laughs> very cool and calm. And she always catch you in a lie. That's why I don't even lie. I don't lie. She'd be like- she'd Unless be you like, take
1: an edible she'd be like, <laughs> while you're babysitting the kids and um, <clears throat> oversleep at work the next morning. And I ask you what happened. And you tell me that you just overslept by happenstance.
0: I, did, I said I didn't set my alarm. I not uh, lie. Huh? Like, Gib, yeah, like, yeah, like, babe, you're supposed to be home by three. Where were you? I'm like, oh, I had to stop at the gas station. And then I came back. She'd be like, well, if you stop at the gas station, that took three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you got cookies in a Red Bull, because sometimes you like to get that, that takes an additional two minutes. So that means you would have been home at 2.02, but you were here at 3 o'clock. Where else did you stop? I'd be like, all right, I stopped at Chick-fil-A. I knew you stopped at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and what did you get me? You didn't get me anything? I knew that you, Polynesian sauce did just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> but, that, but like, she has a way of catching you, right? So go ahead.
1: Oh, boy. So he fessed up. And I said, you know, I said, I feel, and I could be wrong. But I feel as though that's the first time that you ever really lied to me. And he said, I know, I'm sorry, mom. I just didn't want you to be disappointed in me. And I didn't want your opinion of me to change. I said, what do you mean? I didn't want you to think I was just some stupid kid doing stupid things. I said, because throwing it at the security guard wouldn't have made you stupid enough, right? Like that. Now, if you're throwing it at other people, it takes you to a whole new level of stupidity, right? And he said, "No, mom. I just know that you have a high opinion of me, and I just didn't want to affect that. So I thought that I would just tell that little untruth, and then we would just move on, and it would go away. And I didn't think that, in the grand scheme of things, would even matter. I'm like, it matters. Let me tell you why it matters. <clears throat> I said, I'm a very tolerant person, I'm a very understanding person. You know, I'm not judgmental for the most part, and um, I try to understand." Things that are said to me. I don't just judge. I just don't, you know, jump on what's supposed to be the natural reaction. I process it, I think about it. So you shouldn't have been so worried about that. Why we have a problem is because trust is a big thing. When you have trust in a member of your family, your husband, your wife, your mother, your father, your child, whomever, it goes a long way. And when someone lies to you, that trust is violated. Now, if someone is ever to tell me, hey, Logan did this, I have to stop and take a beat and wonder to myself whether you actually did it or not. Mm -hmm. Now, while before, if someone said to me, Logan did this, I felt confident being able to assert that you did not do that because you did not come and tell me first, or you did not do that because you would not have lied to me about it. But now you're showing me that you have the capability of lying to me when you feel as though lying is in your favor. Am I saying that you're the world's worst? Of course not. Am I saying that I didn't lie to my parents? Of course not. I'm not saying that you're a horrible person, but I'm trying to educate you as to... Mm -hmm what lying to a person does to a relationship. I can't stand up for you blindly anymore. And that is a little bit of a problem. Now I had to bring it back. I said, now listen, when I was a kid, I did worse than throwing pops at a mall. So I'm not coming to you as some out of touch person that doesn't understand kids, that doesn't understand teenagers. I understand that that was fun. You know, you were having fun. You were doing stupid kid-ish. I get it. I'm not saying that I'm disappointed in you and I don't understand. What I'm saying is that if anything like that ever happens, you come back and tell me. And I said, I don't care what you do in this world. I don't care what you do. There is nothing in this world that you cannot come back and tell me because I'll be disappointed later. I'm gonna help you fix it first. I'm gonna help you get out of it first. I'm gonna teach you your lessons first. I'm gonna make sure that you understand the whole scope of what happened first. Then you could worry about disappointment and whatnot. But for the most part, what I want you to understand is that I understand. I understand what kids do and what having fun looks like to a kid. But now you know not to do anything like that moving forward. Correct.
0: Yeah. And I think it was a good conversation. I think it was a good learning lesson. And something else that I wanted to be very careful, his birthday's coming up in December. And, you know, we're buying him a car. He's he's turning 17 years old and we're buying him a car. Um, So we're looking at cars. And, you know, we have to make a decision to buy our son a vehicle because we're looking to buy him a car. And we're like, we have to make sure that we can trust you, you know? We don't want to buy you a car and you drive fast and you crash and you're not responsible and you can kill somebody. And I can't put a child on the road with a vehicle, with a car, and not be able to trust you a thousand percent. Trust
1: your judgment. It's not really trusting him. That's not the issue that I think that we're having. It's about trusting your judgment. Correct. I need to know that you're not going to be driving and in the car with one of your friends And you guys are joking about doing some stupid stuff and you decide to do it because you're just that immature. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that he's immature. I think he's actually quite mature. But I think that, you know, he's just doing stupid teenager-ish. But I need to make sure that he doesn't have the propensity to do that while he's behind the wheel of a car.
0: Correct. So that, that was the conversation. And hold on, I'm
1: sorry. And it might seem like we're overreacting a little bit, you know. I spoke to a friend of mine about it. And she's like, oh, you don't think you guys are overreacting? I'd rather be overreacting a little bit than underreacting.
0: It's funny, you know, who, who do you speak to? Are they white, black?
1: I don't think that matters. It does. Well, I'm not going to answer.
0: No. Because I, when I, I told my dad about it, he's black and black, black. He was My dad was like, what? He was like, they could have shocked that boy. He said, they could have beat him up. He said, no, you can't play like that. Which is funny. You can't scare people like he said. You could have threw a pop on the floor and somebody could have had a heart attack. Which is funny
1: because Logan's friend that he was with, his father is a cop. And when that boy told his parents, they laughed. They thought it was funny. Right. Um, and listen, I under, Listen, it's a little funny. Like, the, mm. the whole idea of it is mm. funny. I could have mm. seen myself doing something like that, but that at 13 in the mall.
0: This is not a race thing, but...
1: It doesn't... Nope, stop it. So... Stop it. Stop it. So... It's
0: the truth, though. It, 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 it's the truth, though.
1: Okay, so I'm not going to go there. Okay. Um, but my... Rashawn, stop it. Stop it. But the point is, <laughs> they thought it was funny. So I understand that it is funny. Um, so to them, maybe... We're overreacting, because Logan's on punishment right now. For two weeks. But I told him that I was going to try to get his sentence reduced. <laughs> Maybe to one week. Um, I'm like, hun, I mean, what are you really missing? Like, it's a pandemic. Like, you're not going out like that anyway.
0: Like, <laughs> He's definitely never going to the mall again without me or you or a sister. Stop it. Right. That's not true. That's not true.
1: I... <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... I, I, I trust him to go to the mall. I think he learned his lesson. And yeah, Rashawn is right. I mean, we really had to take a stroll down memory memory lane and discuss all... Of the outlandish things that you did as a teenager, worse off as a young adult, mm-hmm. several years older than Logan. I mean, you did the dumbest things. I did. And I'm not going to talk about the things that you did. You've talked about some of them, but I could name 10 more without exerting any energy. Yeah, you, so you can't... That doesn't make it right that and, I did. And, and not for nothing... Logan does nothing. Like He doesn't do anything wrong. The only thing that he does wrong is that turn off his lights. That That, sends you into a tailspin. But aside from that, that in his argumentative nature, the kid is great. So like I said, I'd rather overreact than underreact to make sure that we're starting to shape his mindset when it comes to certain things and kind of guide his maturity and make sure that he looks at things outside the box. Because as a kid, it's easy to just think about—to kind of think one-dimensionally, meaning about what's fun in the moment and how this moment feels as opposed to the big picture and what can happen. Because Logan, I'm sure, didn't think for a second, like, gosh, I might throw this pop at somebody and they might come and punch me in the face. Right. I'm sure he didn't think those few moves ahead. Do you know what I mean? So you've got to make sure that, you know, you take— situations like this and you shape your children and you right. show them different ways that a situation can go wrong and i think that's really what it is that we're trying to do
0: right yeah well hopefully he learned his lesson and we never have to worry about this again i'm sure all right well I'm it's not. time I to hope, get up out of here that i'm sure we'll see you guys next week and thank you guys for joining us man i uh i hopefully this podcast comes out but like I said, S. Dot took an edible, and who knows?
1: <laughs> y'all get it when y'all get it. All right.
0: Well, I'm DJ Envy.
1: And I am Gia Casey. And
0: that was another edition of the Casey Crew
1: Doodles.